This is the Well-Connected Twin Cities Podcast. I'm Lily Zaborowski. And I'm Alex Stahlberger. And we're here to help you feel empowered to own your well-being and discover what's possible. Tune in for conversations with local professionals as they share their inspirations, insights, and discoveries that make holistic healing possible. We're sharing the fascinating stories from within the wellness industry for health enthusiasts like you across the metro. The human experience is complex. Therefore, getting to the root cause of an ailment can be a challenge just as complex as we humans are. The root cause might very well be physical, but it also could stem from our emotional, mental, or even spiritual bodies. Flower essences are an accessible tool that can address multiple layers at once, allowing for that deeper healing. Speaking to us on the topic is Doctor of Naturopathic Medicine, Dr. Brittany Stamer. As a naturopath practicing out of Wellness Minneapolis, her primary focus is discovering the root cause of concern and partnering with your body as it heals on all of those layers, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Let's discover what's possible when we welcome the support of flower essences. I'm here with Dr. Brittany Stamer. She's a naturopathic doctor that works out of Wellness Minneapolis. That's down in South Minneapolis. Um, while she treats patients that come in with a wide range of concerns, she sees a lot of women for women's health concerns. But she is here not only to tell us a bit about what she does and what drew her to the practice, but she's also going to tell us a little bit about her journey to discovering flower essences um, and how flower essences flower essences is a really approachable support to the treatments that she's using with her patients. So welcome, Brittany. Hello. Thank you for having me. Tell us a bit more about you and your practice. I work at Wellness Minneapolis in South Minneapolis. I grew up in Minnesota, so now I'm back here and very happy to be. And in my practice, I see a lot of women working through women's health issues. So that can include a wide variety of things, um, menstrual irregularities, including things like PCOS or heavy bleeding, cramping, acne, um, the transition to menopause, things like that and more. And then I also see people with thyroid and adrenal concerns and lots of digestive health issues. Um, Along with that, I see a lot of people suffering from chronic fatigue or chronic stress paired with that and people with mental health issues. So a really wide variety and a lot of those things overlap. I came to naturopathic medicine um, kind of incidentally. I was going to undergrad and I wanted to be a nurse because my goal as a kid was always to be as helpful as I could. So what job could I help the most or help the most people? And so being familiar with nursing was something that we all knew growing up. Um, As I started to go to school, I decided that I wanted to actually switch to pre-med to hopefully be a conventional medical provider, either an OBGYN or a family doctor. And even at one time, a politician, which that did not work out. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, I was like, changing policy, that'll do it. 
But I eventually decided I went to a pre-med club meeting like normal um, together with some of my like undergraduate friends and future colleagues. And someone was there speaking about naturopathic medicine, which I'd never heard of. So I learned about it very incidentally from going to a random pre-med club meeting. And I wanted that to be my career. Right away, I resonated with that. So it got to pair up my science background and my desire to help people help people long term. So empower them to really help themselves. I really love that this medicine was about teaching and accessibility and empowerment. So that's been my goal with patients since I learned about it and started practicing on my own. So mm. I've been wanting to teach and empower and share all of this knowledge so that people can really heal themselves instead of um, it coming from outside of themselves. It comes from within. That's so beautiful. And, you know, at, at face value, you know, when you were talking about all the different types of um, conditions that you're supporting people with, it seems like a lot of, a lot of different things, but really what you're saying is that each person that's coming to you really also values wanting to heal themselves and wanting to be a part of that healing process. Exactly. And so that, yeah, that is a huge common thread that people who come to naturopathic doctors, um, they want to know how to heal themselves. And, and really what I'm doing and what we're all doing as naturopathic doctors is just trying to create the state for the body to heal itself. So really we're not the powerful ones in this with the doctors, you know, it's the person's body and the, that person's, Self that is the real healer. So we're just trying to create that state for them. Amplifying that body's natural ability. Yes, exactly. Have you experienced a shift in people knowing that naturopathic approach is available to them? Mm -hmm. So when I was in Oregon and I went to school out in Portland, Oregon to one of the five accredited naturopathic medical schools. It's covered under insurance there. There's a naturopathic doctor on every corner. And so I really noticed that people knew about naturopathic medicine and a lot of the modalities or tools we use. Um, and in Minnesota, that's different um, because it's not covered under insurance, because there's not as many clinics that you see driving down the road, such as if you if people know chiropractors, they know acupuncture because you see that all the time. And a lot of that's covered by insurance. So I notice a huge shift just based on geography. But I do notice that if people are researching for themselves and feeling empowered in themselves and learning about nutrition, which is a great you know, gateway to this, that people find us, which I really love. Because it's not covered by insurance, is there a benefit? Yeah, there's pros and cons to each of those situations. So with the cons, I don't get to see as many people that might not be able to afford my services out of pocket. Um, and that would probably be the, really the biggest, biggest con about it. But there's also a pro in that we get to do lots of things that the conventional world does, doesn't do. So we both have our place and it's amazing, but we also get to do this whole other side that the conventional world doesn't always do. So it's kind of a great integrative approach to be able to have a naturopathic doctor on one side, have a conventional provider on the other, because we are allowed to do more because we aren't restricted by the insurance model. So I really appreciate being able to individualize treatment plans and meet patients where they're at too. 
I love that accessibility tends to come up in our conversations before this recording (laughs) and will continue to come up here. Sounds Mm -hmm. like that's a passion of yours. I really love treating people on all different layers of their health. So physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So I always approach a patient by trying to get to the root cause of what's going on with them. And that could be, depending on their health history, that could be physical, could be emotional, mental, or spiritual. And so I use a lot of different tools in my practice, and some of them being nutrition, homeopathy, different types of homeopathy, lifestyle medicine, talking about environmental medicine, botanical medicine, and also flower essences. So that's been a newer, bigger addition to my practice that I've been using lately. What we're going to talk about today with flower essences is one of those things that will be accessible to patients and now the wider audience here. Yeah. Would you tell us a bit about how did you get introduced to flower essences in the first place? So I have always, um, along with nutrition and botanical medicine and lifestyle medicine and environmental medicine too, One of my passions within naturopathic care is energy medicine. So homeopathy, which a lot of people are familiar with, and um, that includes single remedy homeopathy and combinations. I do a practice called drainage. So a couple different energy remedies that I use. Um, And so flower essence came into my life basically through that avenue. So it's kind of within that world of energy medicine. So I was introduced in school we learned about it a little bit in in our regular classes, but I also took a, an extra class on it so that I could introduce myself more to the practice. I use it um, more in my practice now because I have a larger kit where I can create combination remedies specific for patients. I always would recommend um, individual flower essences or Um, a specific combination flower essence that some people might know of called Rescue Remedy. You might've seen it in Whole Foods or health food stores or co-ops. So I would recommend single essences or that, but now that I have a kit that I'm able to use, I've been making combination essences for patients, um, specifically for flower essence or Uh, Flower essences specifically work on a mental, emotional, and spiritual level. So it can create some physical physical changes in people, but mostly on that Mm -hmm. mental, emotional, spiritual level. So I use it for all different types of patients. And as long as it's pertaining to those things, it seems to be very helpful. I am so curious. So of the people that you suggest flower essences to, How many would you say are familiar with them? Very few. I've had maybe a handful of patients that already know what flower essences are, but a lot of people are familiar with homeopathy. So it's a great bridge to introduce that. Ah, got it. That was my next question. Like, okay, then what's the next step? Like if they haven't heard anything, I'm wondering what is the typical response to flower essences? People are usually very into it, which is fantastic. Um, Because what flower essences are and how they are made, to kind of explain what it is, um, they basically are remedies that have no more physical matter left in them when they are given to people. So they are literally the essence or the vibration of the flower imprinted on water 
and then that vibration or that frequency is given in a dropper bottle to patients. And so that's how it's similar to homeopathy in the way that it's a, a remedy that doesn't have any more of the substance, physical substance, physical matter left in the remedy, um, just the energetic vibrational frequency. And what that does for people is that you have a certain vibration, a certain frequency, depending on what different ailments you're going through, what different emotions, what different mental states you're going through or spiritually. And so it's basically shifting that energetic frequency of yourself by taking it. It's like a little bit of a shift inside of you that your body is recognizing. So when you administer it, is that you mentioned it's water. So is it just droplets of water under the tongue, similar to how you might take a homeopathic remedy? Yes, exactly. So you usually give it in a dropper bottle and take, you know, your practitioner will recommend a certain amount of drops per day, or you can take it in the moment if you're having something that's coming up, you know, if anxiety is coming up or you have a big speech or you're having, recognizing an emotional or mental pattern that's coming up, you can take it in the moment as well. I love this. And I love that my <laughs> mind just expands when I hear you I describe it again. So I, I, coming back to this word accessible. Yeah. When we spoke before this podcast, you were so, so specific around flower essences are important because they're such an accessible medicine. Can you speak a little bit more to that? Yeah. So one of the reasons I love flower essences is that they are accessible, even though people don't know about them. Um, they can be found in your health food store, in a co-op, online, from different herbalists that make their own. And so they are really readily accessible and they're usually not too expensive, which is really great too for single remedies. Um, the other way that they're really accessible is that if you learn how to make them, you can make them for absolutely no cost besides maybe a tincture bottle. Um, but you can, if you have an old one, you can use that if you clean it. Um, so it's almost no cost if you learn how to make them yourself. Whoa. So like accessibility in the very sense that we could do this at home. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, okay. So if I were to go to the store mm -hmm. and I see what, what's the remedy that you mentioned? Was rescue, it rescue remedy. Yeah. Rescue, rescue remedy. remedy. Okay. Yes. Like, what do I need to know before I might like use it? Is there any precautions? Is it safe? You mentioned it's accessible, but um, how safe is it? So that's the other great thing about flower essences is that they can be used for people of all ages. They're very safe and subtle remedies, and they usually don't have too many side effects. Some people will come up with, you know, some things that have shifted within them, mm. um, but they definitely are very safe and effective remedies. So that's another thing I really like about them. You can use them as part of a wider treatment plan, which is what I normally do because they don't interact with the other things I'm prescribing. This might be a really obvious question, but I need to ask it because when I first mm -hmm. heard flower essences, I'm thinking essential oils. Mm -hmm. <laughs> can you just be specific around like they're not at all the same, right? They aren't, but that is not a silly question because I think people think like they're both derived substances of plants, right? In a very different way, but people can confuse them or use them interchangeably in their minds sometimes. So I like to think of essential oils and flower essences on a spectrum. So if you have essential oils on one end of the spectrum, 
they, and then you have whole, whole plant in the middle of the spectrum and then flower essences on the other end of the spectrum. So essential oils are extremely derived plant matter, usually the aromatic part of the plant because they're nice and smelly. And so they have a lot of plant substance in them, right? And so they can be used for lots of different wonderful treatments, um, but they also, because they are such physical plant matter, they also have side effects and dangers and things that you want to be aware of before you use them aerosolized or take them internally. And so working with a practitioner when using essential oils is very key. And then if we move over to a plant, a whole plant substance, that's the whole plant. So it's going to have that physical matter of that essential oil. It'll have the essential oils in it. It'll have the vibrational frequency of a flower essence. And then if we move over to the flower essence side, then we have purely the energetic frequency of the plant. What is that plant's essence? Kind of what's that plant's personality? So it's very different on each end. I love that. What is the plant's personality? <laughs> yes. Because it comes back to that energetic blueprint that's imprinted on the water. It's like if we were to draw a picture exactly. of it, right? For a yes. body, it's thinking of it more of the picture. Exactly. Okay. Help us understand then mm -hmm. using flower essences to accompany a, a treatment plan in what ways can flower essences really amplify some of the shifts mm -hmm. that a, a patient's experimenting, experiencing, excuse me. You mentioned it could show up mental, um, physical, emotional, spiritual. The reason I love to use it as a greater part of my treatment plan is that especially with naturopathic medicine, we're trying to heal on all of these levels. And so while I do healing on that physical level and do lab tests and um, notice signs and symptoms and treat on a physical level, I always like to address that mental, emotional, spiritual level because that is part of whole health. And sometimes those things can be harder to shift for people than the physical portions can be. And so for people, it could be, you know, patterns of not having boundaries with people. You know, it's, that's very hard to shift with working on the physical level, right? Things like counseling are amazing, things like that. But sometimes things, things are stuck or people get stuck. So how do we create better boundaries? How do we um, feel empowered in ourselves? How do we have like some passion to go out and take that new job that might, you know, that might be your biggest barrier to health right now. Like you don't like that job and you need something to like push you through to get, you know, to that freedom of a new job and then your stress is lower. And so I, we took care of the root cause. Um, so it can be used on so many different levels in so many different ways. And those are just a few examples. I love it. So <laughs> a little personal, if I may, how do you like to use flower essences? Do you have um, a couple of favorites? Yes. So I've used a lot of rescue remedy in my life and just before this uh, podcast as well. <laughs> um, and it's working, I think. Um, and then I also use them in my practice. I make them for family and friends and just made one for my partner as well. And recently I just made some for my sister Brianne's wedding. So I made a few different combination remedies for all of her guests at her wedding. So one was for um, one was labeled your life's passion. So to like feel that passion back in life, whether in relationships or work. Um, one was for self-empowerment. So feeling like 
absolutely filled up and trusting yourself. And then one was for loving one another, which we could always use more of. So I made those different remedies that people could pick at will, whichever one resonated with them at the time. And I'm also working on formulations right now to incorporate flower essences into some mm. tea blends that I'm making. Mm. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. So kind of layered with the physical and the energetic at the same time. So. Oh, mm -hmm. yes. Hit me with the layering. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to make sure we speak specifically to this because we, we touched on it a little bit, but I'm, I'm realizing now I don't know that we really defined how the body responds to energy medicine. Mm -hmm. I think we defined how flower essences, what they are as, a, as an imprint, yeah. but what is happening in our physical body as a response to taking a flower essence. What is the, how does the body know what to do? Mm -hmm. So that is a little bit up for debate and that's a little bit of the magic component of flower essences. So some, some people would say that it's a little bit of quantum physics that is hard to explain. Um, but the way that I see it is that we're all really energetic beings and we all have different frequencies and different vibrations that are happening within us all the time. If we think about it, our ears respond to literal frequencies. So our body is designed to interpret frequencies, at least in one way. Our hearts run on electrical impulses. The way that our nerves move are through, you know, signals that are not necessarily chemical. And so there's all this different communication happening, some physical, some energetic. And so what happens is that depending on what our energy state is at the time or what our frequency is, um, some would say in kind of a magic world that you know grief is, has a certain energetic imprint or apathy has a different energetic imprint or lack of passion has that. So what we're doing is basically we're introducing a new frequency to the body and we're allowing our body to kind of either match that or shift in relation to that. I love it. I love it. And, and I, I do also love if you do, if you're listening now and you do have a bit of an understanding of homeopathy, you can start to see the similarities mm -hmm. um, of, of how those remedies work. That idea of like increasing like, or it yeah. being a mirror mm -hmm. held up to the body. So it can then start to shift. I just think that's amazing. Yeah. So Brittany, if, if people are wanting to learn more about you, about your practice, um, to see how, how would people work with you? So I practice in South Minneapolis right now, wellness, Minneapolis, and people can come to me for naturopathic visits. So having an initial consult and having flower essences be a part of the picture possibly. I don't use them with every patient, but with lots of patients, um, but getting an overall view of your health, I see patients in that way. I also have a flower essence visit that is 20 minutes long and I make a customized flower essences essence for people. So if you already have a great handle on your health and you feel really healthy, or if you want some shifts outside of that, then a flower essence visit is great for you. Um, also, it's much more accessible because it's a little bit less expensive too, which makes it really nice. And then the flower essence is on top of the visit. 
And my friend and colleague, Dr. Claire Hamilton and I are also teaching a flower essence class on September 24th, so coming up very soon. And she has taught me a lot about flower essences and she's kind of an energetic guru and practices even more energy medicine and is a great naturopathic doctor and acupuncturist as well. Um, and so we're teaching a class virtually on September 24th to teach people a lot more about flower essences, how to make them yourself, uh, what some of the flower essences mean. So that'll be something to stay tuned for. Wow. And if you're, so if you're listening to this podcast episode, when it releases, you've got enough time that that is something you can register for. Yes. And if you have missed it for whatever reason, know that those resources might still be available to you. So go and check it out. Maybe it'll happen again if it goes well, right? I'm yes. not putting you on the spot or anything, but that is just really amazing yes. just to have the, that accessibility piece mm -hmm. again. Yeah. Um, so for curious listeners beyond the class that you're putting on, mm -hmm. what resources would you suggest uh, for folks that want to learn a little bit more about flower essences? Yeah. So there are lots of different um, books online, specifically from Edward Bach. He created some flower essences in the early 1900s that people still use today. That rescue remedy was actually kind of created by him. And so there's a lot of resources there that you can look for under you know his name he has some books and repertories so where you can kind of find out about what each of these flower essences mean well that's wonderful is there anything else that you would love the world or the twin cities specifically we'll start there <laughs> the world um, yeah that's big i could yeah, yeah i know <laughs> to know or anything you'd like to add about just the the power of knowing what's 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 available to you yeah i would say just always keep exploring and trust your body so you can always keep exploring keep researching finding out what's right for you some people might really resonate with energetic medicine some people might not but i think always exploring and trying something new um, with the accompaniment of having a healthcare practitioner on board to guide you is super important and part of our growth so i think just yeah. keep exploring possibilities keep keep popping up and so uh thank you so much for being here and sharing your expertise with us and thank you for the work that you do when you speak to you know the the work that you're doing as a naturopathic doctor and hearing that the the root of that is really an empowering approach um know that we love we love to hear that and i know our listeners just so value that approach as we as we start to really cultivate an, an empowered future, an integrative future of medicine and how we care for ourselves and each other. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You've listened to another episode of the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. We regularly sit down with our local wellness professionals and get the inside scoop into what makes holistic healing possible check out our events page at wellconnectedtwincities.com and look for the next Thrive Thursday. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. And if you like what we're doing, leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at wellconnectedtwincities so we can say thank you.